like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing we could rely on to get us through the tough times we all face. We welcome you along on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and much, much more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast. Now let's get started. And now, the When Words Fail Music Speaks interview. Our next guest was born in the heart of the South, Atlanta, Georgia, then moved to Santa Catalina Island off of the coast of Southern California at a very early age. Since a young age, Bex has been involved with music, dance, acting, and sports, as well as the L.A. County Junior Lifeguards. By her teenage years, she found that her true passion was to be on stage. Bex has performed at many locations, such as Wilshire Abel Theater and the famous Casino Theater on Catalina Island. Even though she's never actually had formal singing lessons until the age of 17, she won multiple singing competitions before that age. Once, she moved to Pensacola Beach, Florida. It is here that she was able to meet country artist Brooke Woods and opera singer Summer Watson, who have both inspired and supported her throughout her artistic journey, from vocal lessons, studio recordings, and introducing her to a new world of music performers. Ladies and gentlemen, Bex. How are you doing, Bex? Good. How are Good. you? Thanks so much for having me. That, yeah. That, that literally like summed up my whole life. Yeah, that's all through bio, so I just figured I'm going to grab it, you know, talk to it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, how's everything going where, where you are? Good. Great. I'm currently in Atlanta for some song rights, so mm-hmm. I'm back in my birthplace. So it's oh, nice. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so, you, you, uh, you live in Nashville, Tennessee, right? Yes, I'm in East Nashville, Tennessee. Right, right. So, I got, I okay, so I have a question for you, and I'm going to show you this on my phone because it's it's kind of uh, awesome and, and kind of weird at the same time. I <laughs> I, I, I was on your Instagram, and uh, I, I guess it's like like a story. And you have, in, in, in Tennessee, there are actually 12 seasons, and this is all the seasons, <laughs> right? So... You, I, I don't know if you said yeah. your uh, spring of deception is where you, where it is right now. Yeah. But there's, but there's like twelve seasons, and some of it's like hell's front porch and false fall and actual fall, and it's awesome. So I had to, I, I had to, I, I had to ask you about that. So, yeah. So I, I guess you're in spring of deception, right, where you don't know what to do. Yes. So, um, in. This, this part of the South is really, really weird. Um, most parts of the South are very bipolar, i found, with the weather. Right. Um, it's either, like, really cold, and then it's raining, or then it's sunny, like, the next day. But, like, Tennessee 
I, it just has a way of teasing you with some good weather and then the next day yeah freezing cold again. yeah that, that sounds almost like south carolina where i'm at i'm, I'm in columbia and it feels like it, yeah, because well, lately it's been getting cold and then hot and then tornado weather and because yeah. uh, we were expecting a, a bad tornado come through um, uh, Lexington, I'm um, like 20 minutes away, and it didn't, and it never came. So I'm like, I don't know what it was. Yeah, I don't know what it was to do. You know, so uh, yeah, so that's awesome. Yeah. So 12 seasons. We had. We had um... Last year in Nashville, the tornadoes were absolutely like devastating. They were like, I, I think about a mile away from my house is where one touched down and it just completely destroyed like Ooh. the whole neighborhood. It was horrible. But right. luckily, we haven't had any this year. We did have a snowstorm for about like a week that canceled basically everything in the whole town. Oh, no. No one, can, no one can function in the snow, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Tennessee, but it's more because the roads just aren't equipped for it like there's no not a lot of salt trucks and stuff like that so it kind right. of just shuts everything down man that's that's horrible you know so um so i have a brand new thing that i'm putting out today with with our guests and you i guess you're the you're the uh you're the tryout queen or something i i i, I don't know what to call it but um but i'm gonna give you uh, a choice of of this artist or that artist and tell me who whose music you like who do you prefer okay. okay i shouldn't say whose music you like better because i mean it's all good right exactly so, yeah so just tell us who you were listening to as of right now you know between these two artists okay first up i got randy travis or waylon jennings um probably waylon jennings he's got some, good, good, some classic stuff you know so i do yeah. love they, I, they both do but yeah. i just I don't know why, but I love Waylon. Yeah, yeah. I have a soft spot for Randy Travis, so that's you know that would be my pick. Um, but 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 you know, I mean, you can't. I mean, it's hard. You know, these questions are hard. You know. Okay, you can't so really lose with either one. No, of no, you cannot. No, you're right. Okay, so next up, I got Reba McIntyre or Shania Twain. Ooh. I really love Reba McIntyre. Yes. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah, Not she's. That there's anything wrong with Shania? Or no. Anything, but Reba is just like, she just seems like such a good, genuine, like human being too, and you can just it portray like it comes off in her music very, very well. Right. And have have you ever seen the show Reba? I have. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I wish. I hope that show comes back because that was a killer show. I love that show. That was yeah. Great. Uh, some of the. <laughs> She's really funny, too. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, yeah. she's just... Reba's the whole package. Yeah. And she's a powerful singer, too. You yeah, know, so, she is, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so the next one is Faith Hill or Leanne Rhymes? I'm going to have to go with Faith Hill. Uh, she was one of my first concerts I ever went to. Nice. With Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. And yeah. Yeah, that kind of... Yeah, I just have to... I got to stick with the, I guess what I grew up on. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, me and Ryan have some good stuff too. Okay, yeah, so... Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, two more things in the middle. Uh, uh, Joe Diffie or Aaron Tippin? I'm gonna go... I, I, I'm gonna say Aaron Tippin because for, for some reason I, I, I connect to his music a little bit better, you know? Nothing against yeah. Joe. Joe's great, but I, I, I just love Aaron Tippin, I, you know? I, um... I 
would say Aaron Tippin is more of the music that I listen to. Uh, Joe Diffie, though, I did get to perform at like the same fairgrounds as. Oh, nice! So yeah. So that was really cool, and I've heard a lot of great things about him too. And he has, may he rest in peace. He has some yes. music. Yeah, that's sad that, he, that I think it was um cancer, right? I thought it was the coronavirus. Everybody says it's. Wrong. Yeah, I don't think it's the. I I I don't think it's a virus. I think it's like cancer because he had like stage four cancer. Yeah, I know he yeah. he was sick for like yeah. a long. time. Time yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, and I think stage four is the worst, right? It's like you can't come back. Yeah, yeah. So rest in peace. I don't know if there's a stage five. Now I'm gonna have to look yeah. into that. I I, I want to say there's a stage four and that's it. You know, so well, that's the last. Yeah, the resort. So okay. Now this one might might uh be the end all be all um guys I should say because it's Chris Stapleton or Luke Combs, and this this breaks um, breaks my heart to actually I, ask you. I love Chris Stapleton so much. Yeah. So for me, it's and he just—it's Luke Combs. For no, like I, I, I can't, I, I, I don't know what what to choose there, you know. Yeah, no. Yeah. I love Chris Stapleton though, because his—I mean, but I love Luke Combs exact. It's very it's yeah. yeah. But Chris Stapleton just put out some really, really good new music. So if you haven't listen to it check it out it's really really good. i actually bought his um bought his newest record today i'm not i forgive me chris i don't know i i don't remember what, what it's called but it's the white it's the white album you know with his writing on on top of it it's it's his brand new uh -huh. brand new album but i do have his um but i do have uh, volume one and volume volume two and they're both amazing amazing albums so yeah, no he's he's got just such an amazing voice and he kind of is what I like about his music is he's very good at bringing the traditional elements into his music. So it kind of brings that traditional country back right. to the radio, yeah. which you don't hear a lot. Right. I think he, I think Chris and Luke are like the are like bringing country back because lately I've been seeing such. I don't want to say trash because it's not trash. It's uh, more like a more like, okay. So I don't agree. <laughs> Country. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So, um, uh, 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 do you know what I mean by when I say country pop? Yeah. It's like it's like poppy kind of. I don't. I, I'm not. It's it. Yeah. It's um. There's. It's definitely the genre has changed. Right. Like over the last, I would say, like five years, and it's kind of gone more in the pop direction. Yeah. And then also, uh. A lot of songs I've noticed have started to sound the same on the radio, which is very it, disappointing. It does, me. yeah. Because yeah. country's always, I mean, country's kind of hard because there's, you know, so many things that write about. It's kind of, you know, it's, it's a real life story, kind of, you know what I mean, with country music. So, I mean, a lot of it, yes, there is recycled songs where you have the same kind of idea, but it's still used to have a little bit more I think diversity as far as sound a right. little bit where now it's very consistently pop but there's a lot of traditional people that are bringing it back yeah cause I grew and, up yeah, yeah cause I grew up with like the stuff that we just talked about Reva and Randy and Waylon and yeah, yeah. that that's good you know country to me and, and I do think that Chris and Luke are like bringing it back to the tinfoil you know to where it should be right now you know so definitely definitely yeah 
so with with this, I have to ask you because it's a it's a big thing, big deal. Um, you know, we're in the of, of the uh, process of uh, getting rid of this virus. Uh, I, and I know that you've been affected some, and uh, just like all my all my other past musician guests. Uh, so, how are you? How how are you doing right now? And and how how much were you affected, like when this first got started? Um, right now I'm doing good. I've I've kind of at, when it first got started, I was like about to do a bunch of shows and kind of go on like a mini like tour. And kind of, I was about to drop an EP and like mm-hmm. kind of start promoting my music, and then it kind of coronavirus happened and <laughs> all of my shows were canceled, and yeah. it it wasn't the right time to drop an EP because they just you know there's sometimes there's just not it's not a good time to drop a spring break party album. Yeah. When when, <laughs> yeah. When the world is like completely shut down, right? So yeah, that kind of brought me back a little bit, but I don't know. It kind of it put me in a position to reevaluate myself as an artist and to kind of be like, you know, what do I really want to sound like? What do I want to do in the music industry? Because you know, for a while, I wasn't sure if the music industry would ever really even come back. Um, right. Not that like there's always going to be music because we lovely we luckily love have the lovely internet (laughs) right yeah um but just as far as like shows and stuff like that i just i had for a while i didn't have any hope that that was going to come back and so i kind of went more into the creative side of things and started writing more music and started trying to branch out of what i'd been doing before and start trying to write for other people and then also for like film and tv as well so it kind of gave me the opportunity to like to take my music to the next level and take my voice to the next level because i've had a lot of time to do my vocal exercises right. yeah. um, and everything like that and i've i've been learning guitar so it's given me time to kind of be more open as an artist of to like the different sides of the industry right right um so as I mentioned in 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 the introduction, uh, you were a LA County Junior Lifeguard. Um, ha- how how did you start that, or like or, or like why 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 did you get into that? Um, so I grew up on I was born in Atlanta, Georgia, and then by the age of one and a half, my mom and my brother and I we relocated to Catalina Island. So I grew up off of the coast of Long Beach, California. It's about I think it's exactly 21 miles across the sea. I think that's the song. It might be 26. Don't Something, quote me on yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I grew up on an island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. So there wasn't much to do besides be in the water. So from a like, young age, my best friend's dad was a lifeguard paramedic. And so he kind of got us into all of the, the lifeguarding side of things. But it was one of the best experiences. We jumped off speeding boats. We jumped Ooh. off like cliffs into the water. Like it was, we ran like five miles every day, which wasn't my favorite part of it. But no, we, we definitely <laughs> exercise sucks. Like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm more of a like, I like to go hiking like once a month kind of girl. I'm not really into the exercising mm. part of things. But yeah. um, yeah, so just growing up on an island, it, 
was an opportunity that was there because there's unfortunately not that many opportunities in a right. small town of only 5,000 people. Yeah. So, okay. So living on Catalina Island, you know, I got to ask you this, right? So, uh, how far we were, were you away from the Catalina wine mixer due to the <laughs> stepbrothers movie? That's, that's, yeah. So I had to ask you that. So actually, the Step Brothers movie. Before that movie, there was. Oh, there was okay. Oh, so they had, okay. So that was made up. We had a jazz festival, and now we have a wine festival. They brought it in with okay. the Step Brothers movie. Yeah, because I was wondering. I'm like, I never heard of the Catalina wine mixer before. What you know? What is this? So okay, so it makes sense that they you know brought it to life and yeah, uh, yeah. So cool, cool. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> so uh. I know that that uh, you grew up with music and you always wanted to be an actress uh, for for the most part when you first got started. Uh, so you pursued your 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 Broadway. You you were in Broadway plays, right? And uh, and you and you found that your voice wasn't made for Broadway. Could you explain why, why do you think that was? And uh, and and all in uh and and like what go what all goes into the Broadway. Yeah, as far as singing goes, um, I feel like Broadway for singing Broadway, you have to project very, very loud. And for me, I was just—I like my voice at a different kind of level. I don't know how to explain it, but a lot softer and a lot—it's really hard to explain the way that like my thought process went into that. Right, it wasn't. No one ever told me I wasn't right for Broadway because I would have probably been like completely crushed and been like, I can't sing at all. But um, I definitely just felt like my place was not there. Like my voice and just my my energy level too. Like I do have a lot of energy, but I'm also very like laid back. So I feel like being on stage, like all the all the time, you have to be very, very high, high, <laughs> right. highly energetic. Uh, so uh be, now uh, uh, when you first started your 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 music career did you ever ever, ever get any stage fright before you were going because because i know when i cause when i see concerts um i remember seeing a, like a mega this show way back when and i went to the bathroom right before they come i was nervous for them so i had to go to the bathroom <laughs> i don't know why that is yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you ever get like like stage fright, or you're like, I got this, I, you know, I can, I can do this. I probably, I think I get stage fright like every single time, mm. just because there's so many factors that go into performing on stage. Right. Like you, you have to be able to hear yourself. You have to make sure that like the band's all there and set up, and then you have to make sure that you're, you know everything's good appearance wise and then there's just so many things that come into it besides just singing that it's very nerve-wracking i personally am not the type of person that just is like ready to go i have to like mentally kind of meditate mm. for like a few minutes and like get myself ready kind right of. so okay so for me i i i know that that uh that when i'm nervous i listen to my favorite song mostly Chris Stapleton and uh, Luke Holmes. <laughs> All right. So, um, <laughs> so we, be, before show, do you like get yourself revved up and listen to like a good, good song or something to get you, you know, more motivated? 
Actually, before our interview, I I've been I'm with my mom all day, so I'm just just talking to her. But I have this little like there's this thing you do. It's like this little mini exercise where you like sway back and forth, and it supposedly calms all your energy. So I did do that. <laughs> oh, okay. I, well, I hope you're not nervous because I'm not. I mean, well, well, I like you. I am the kind of not, you know. So I hope to, if I hope that I, you know, I don't make you nervous. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. Okay, uh, so I, um, I also heard in an in interview um, that Re- Rebecca Lynn Howard, who has written some songs from Patty Lovers, John Michael Montgomery, and Jessica Andrews, um, became a, a mentor for you, right? So, um, yes. so when did you meet and what kind of things have she talked to you about the music business? Um, I met Rebecca probably about, I would say it's been about two and a half years now that I've had her in my life, thankfully. Um, she was going to style me for a music, it was a photo shoot I was doing, and because she does styling on the side too, which she's really, really good at. She's literally helped me 100% with yeah. my style right. going from, because when you're, you know, not in the spotlight all the time and stuff like that, like you dress like a normal person, you know, you don't, <laughs> yeah. you don't think that like you need to look like a certain aesthetic or something like right. that. Or yeah. normally when I go to the grocery store, I'm going to put on jeans and a t-shirt, yeah. not jeans, like bell bottoms, some high heels and all of that stuff. You know what I mean? But anyway, so I met her, um, through a styling appointment and she started giving me vocal lessons and then she did a few of my because she also produces and then um yeah she produces so she did some of my vocal production on some of my songs um Mm -hmm. prior and then um i kind of just clicked with her and her husband so i've been working on production with both of them um his name's alicia hoffman and he's has the most amazing track record too they're both just like if you had to put people on a pedestal for a second and in nashville they're they both have amazing careers um he works with lee bryce uh doing a label together yeah and then she's also um i think working with them as well right now hopefully coming out with some really great new music but she's just really helped me like completely uh kind of learn what it is to be an artist in this industry because I feel like so many people think that it's so easy to just you know get on stage and sing a song but there's so so much more that comes like on the back end of it like just knowing how to talk to people properly and stuff like that so she's helped me with like all of that and then also we're writing some really good songs together so it's been the two Rebecca's we're we're doing really good. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Uh, so um, I, I guess with with that said, uh, like uh, has she told has she like kind of informed you what what to look out for the, like the business industry because here you know like don't sign with this guy or watch out for him, watch out for her. Don't don't do don't do this podcast. You know, <laughs> as much as she can, I think. Okay. Um, I feel like the Nashville has kind of changed over the years there are definitely some people that you have to watch out for but I feel like now with social media it's so much kind of more easier to look into those kind of things a lot of the time yeah 
you know, you do something wrong, it's going to be on the internet. Now. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now, nowadays, you can fact check everybody, you know. Exactly. You can easily research them. And like, okay, well, I'll stay away from this clown. You know, he doesn't, ha you know, have any good qualities about him. So, um, oh, exactly. so, and, oh, well, oh, oh, okay. So, um, yeah, she's won two Grammys too, right? I'm, I'm yeah. Rebecca Lynn Howard. So, I mean, you got to, you, you got to like a, I guess she's your, she's your, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess you would call her that. Yeah. I, I mean, if yeah. she was, yeah. Yeah. And um, she has one of the most like amazing voices yeah. on on the planet. I'm pretty sure she's like up there as far as vocals go, uh, which can be very intimidating. Singing yeah. Vocals yeah. There, but other, but I'm just like. But but see, I guess that would be good because she teaches you what she found out to be wrong with her, and just you know, hey, this is not right. You need to sing like you know. So. Yeah, and she's. She's probably one of the only people that, like, I, she can, like, tell me what I need to do with my voice. Right. And she knows exactly how to tell me, and it, like, clicks. Okay. So it's been, it's been very helpful. I've, yeah. we probably spent, like, at least a good six to seven months in the studio together. So I've learned so much from her that, like, it's, I literally probably have an encyclopedia. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So, uh, so where do you find inspirations for your songs? Because I think they're everywhere. Um, you know, life events, TV, relationships, uh, stories of past events through your parents, or even songs in general. Um, where do you get your ideas mostly from? Are they like past experiences, like I said, or just uh, like, hey, I think this will be a good, good song to, you know? Well, I am. Um, so I'm a idea person. So I like to come up with like either song titles or an idea or something and then I go off of that mm. and normally I get that from like anything <laughs> that could be like literally watching a commercial on television to like walking down the street and seeing something like it's just everywhere all the time I have like lists on my phone of like all the different titles right. and stuff or lyrics that I've come up with right and then you you go in a, for me personally, I don't write a lot of songs on my own because I'm not a musician at the current moment. I'm working on my good guitar skills. Right. So for me, it's easy when you go into a song, right, with somebody else, if you already have an idea and you already like, instead of just coming up with a song out of nowhere, because that's, it's incredibly difficult to just come out with a it song is. Right. out of yeah. thin air. Right. <laughs> But see, uh, that brings out your 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 creativity, you know, because I think it's like the left or the right brain that deals strictly with creativity, and I have that brain too, because <laughs> I'm extremely creative, uh, but I can't do anything else, <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, it's it's I, so uh, okay. So when you get the idea in your head, uh, do you come up with the words first or the music? Because some 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 musicians do music first, words later, you know. I'm I'm words. Words? I'm all, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm all words. Yeah. I, I like, for me, that's just, because I like writing poetry and stuff like that, too, mm. so it, that's where it comes into play. I I like to, like, come along and make little melodies, but because I can't really play <laughs> guitar so well, it it doesn't come out very doesn't beautifully, come out. so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Cool. So it's harder for me to get my point across that way. Right, right. But I'm sure you have excellent guitarists that can understand where you're going and where you're coming from, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Nashville is, I mean, if you want any yeah. kind of musician, you come yeah. to Nashville. We Nashville. Got... Yeah, Nashville is the king of the whole music industry, you know? I mean, that's where you go. It really is because you go anywhere and everybody's passionate about the same thing, music. And, right. You know, right. it's everybody understands too that music is subjective so it's kind of it feels very genreless at times where there's not just like country music players or rock and roll players like everybody kind of intermixes mm. so i like that so uh you have recorded three official music videos as far as i know because i because I, I looked at your youtube channel um they are i still believe Chris, christmas song which is great uh, you move me and scissors. Great song too. Yes. Um, and then um, Godspeed as well. God, yes. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. So, uh, right? Because but, uh, but but that's the lyric video, right? Or or, or is that like an official, like live? Okay, there's an there's an official video for that. Okay. Too, I'm okay. Sure. I don't think I found yeah. that one, but yeah. But thanks for telling me about that one too. Yeah, sometimes YouTube is really weird. Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's like sometimes I can find myself and other times my lyric videos pop up first. Right, right. Uh, so my question to you is, um, so how do you decide which songs should be videos and which songs shouldn't, you know? Um, mostly the songs that are going to be um, in the music videos are songs that are going to be singles, like that you're going to really push hard, kind of, that are going to be like your main song. Um, and the two, so you move me and Godspeed. I really put those out for. Well, I love the songs. They're mm. both cover songs, so I didn't write okay, them. Okay. They're not originals right. in any way. Yeah. So I just put them out because I love the songs, and then the videos we did were so beautiful that I just was like, I have to put those out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Scissors was my first debut country yes. single. Yes. Yes. Um, the country radio and. That video was like 90 degrees in the middle of summer with no AC. Like oh no. My, ma my makeup was like, I had to change it, I think like six times. Mm. Uh, that was an intense music video to me. <laughs> yeah, because I was gonna ask you, how, how was the record, video recording process go, like, look like from, from that, you know, video? Because I, 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 well, I mean, you just told me, it, I mean, it's hot, you know? So yeah. I guess that's uh. That's the uh, hotter than hell season on your <laughs> on your twelve season thing. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. That was I think it was in June, so yeah, it was really hot. And then the Christmas video was a lot funner to make. It was, yeah. <laughs> it's Christmas. I got to like, hang out with Santa Claus all day. Oh nice, that was fun. That was great. Yeah. It was it was awesome. Santa Claus is awesome. He's amazing. Yeah. I. You still I believe, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, okay. So when you, when you go, uh, before you record a video for, for these songs, um, do you have like a, like a crew that, that tells you, or do you tell them how, how you want each side to go? Or do they, do they suggest items and you're like, okay, but that's not gonna work. How about this? Yeah. It's, yeah it's kind of like the, the mutual, um, okay creativity thing right. my music video for um i still believe my friend jim brown he did a lot of the creative work as far as like he kind of had this 
a vision for it and he helped put it together um but i also got to put my input in it as well so he did a lot of work on that as far as the editing the scenes and like making it all work and then um the other videographer that i worked with is carl diebold and he's just honestly like the coolest dude ever right um so he he kind of tells you what to do, but mm -hmm. Carl makes it really easy to like be like, "Hey, Carl, like, yeah, come pay attention to her. Can we, can we do this? Yeah. Um, he, he's he's really good at that. So I I really enjoy working with him. Well, both of them. Nice, nice. Well, Fifty told me that uh, you didn't write down write on Godspeed. I'm going to re reward this. Um, uh, so okay, knowing that this is a cover song now. Um, what emotional attach, uh, attachments did you have to this song? Because I feel it's like it's really, really an emotional song, and I just wanted yeah. to. And and through throughout all the all the history of cover songs, um, what I guess what kind of inspired you to cover this song? So uh, Godspeed, really. Um, I well, I love the song. I sang it at my brother's wedding when he got married and it makes his my mom's a single mom so it was kind of like always us growing up together so like watching him get married and like you know he's finally grown kind of thing was yeah. really sweet and then when my nephew was born i kind of always sing that song to him so i dedicated that song to him Aww. um because he's my little man yeah. and he's five now so he's not grown up but oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It happens fast. Right. So. Well, in his mind, he's he's all grown up. Can't you know? Can't tell nothing <laughs> yeah. to him. Yeah. So. Uh, you definitely can't tell him nothing. <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, coming back to Scissors, your song that you wrote. Um, so this song was okay. So, was this song based on something that happened to you personally, or did, or was the song like based on like social media aspect and and how people can uh, misinterpret feelings and and such. Um, so I actually didn't write scissors. Um, oh, okay. Rebecca, Rebecca wrote. Rebecca Lynn Howard wrote it with her husband Alicia Hoffman, and then a man named Evan Kaufman. Okay. Who okay. I'm not familiar with, but um, they wrote scissors, and they kind of whenever I first came to Nashville, I you know I, fresh off the boat kind of thing where I didn't have a lot of my own material that was like polished and ready to go. Right. So we wanted to like get things started and push things out there. So we found um, scissors in Rebecca and Alicia's lovely collection of songs. Yeah, yeah. And I just connected with the song. I yeah. don't know why. I've had I've had some crappy ex boyfriends, and yeah. I know yeah. a bunch of people that do too. And I was just like, this is like a good. This is good. This is good. Song. Yeah. Right. And and I also love songs with attitude. So. Yes. I don't necessarily that, like the man-hating aspect no, of it, well, yeah, but yeah. I love the attitude side of it. Yeah, that's got a lot of attitude, because that made me say, I'm not going to mess with her. If <laughs> you know? Exactly. You know? Yeah. Cause it, that, and it could be also, like, taken to, um, I always interpret it as it's not just a relationship, but yeah. if there's, like, toxic people in your life, and if they're causing you, like, mental distress in any way, or just, like, you need a break you can cut them off it's okay absolutely you know? yeah. yeah do what you need to do kind there of there you go there you go yes ma'am okay so um that was our last question for you 
Um, but our listeners, to our listeners, you can find Bex at Bex Music on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. I will link the link the uh, uh, the link to all three uh, um, social medias. And and uh, our our are you on Twitter or TikTok or like where else can the people find you? I am not on Twitter or TikTok. Okay. I'm kind of I'm really Twitter illiterate. Twitter is. I just had to get off of it because I didn't know how to use it. No one and does. Then, <laughs> and then TikTok's too addicting, so I had to get off of that too. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, well, I'm on TikTok and I find that's that's very that that's just another source to get your um, voice out there. You know, another because yeah. I tried Snapchat and Snapchat didn't work for me. I'm like, oh my god, I can't do this. Snap, yeah. yeah, Snapchat's more of like for me as a like a a personal platform where it's like most of my friends are like close personal if you follow me on snapchat it's still bex music but right. you're not gonna really see anything music wise <laughs> right it's gonna be like my dog yeah cuddling yeah. with my dog <laughs> oh, cool cool uh so thank you once again bex for coming on this yeah. was truly amazing and i i and i hope you the best and i hope you come back yeah. you know whenever you put your full uh, oh 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 very last question for you uh, is 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 your album coming out sometime soon or next year or when can we expect your new music from you? I am gonna put a cover song out in the next month that is "She Talks to Angels," nice. covering the Black Crows. I love that so song. I will be putting that out. Um, one of my favorite songs of all yes. time, like yeah. favorite songs, and I have a good video that I've done with that one as well. And then um, I'm also working on a lot. I mean, I. When I say I have a lot of songs, I have like 30 songs that I need to put out and I'm just waiting on the right time to do it. So it seems like things are getting back to normal. Yeah. Ho hopefully that means I can put out some beach songs soon. There you go. Um, there you go. Yeah. I just, so. uh, I just bought me two tickets to a uh, Steel Panther show there because they're, they're playing here in, 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 in Columbia. So I got to go that see him. Awesome. Yeah. I got to go what? see him. So, so hopefully. When I lived in. I lived in Florence, South Carolina for a while. Oh, nice. Too. Yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, because that's about like 20 minutes away from where I am, you know, because I, yeah. yeah, I live in Columbia. But so, um, so, every so many trees. Yeah. <laughs> it is. So many deer, too. You know, deer is rampant, in, yeah. rampant up there, too. So, cool, cool, cool. Um, that was Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So, everybody, check out Bex at uh, Bex Music. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, like I said before, I'm going to uh, link the links below. And yeah, so thank you, Bex, for coming on. Thank you. <laughs>